The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, the podcast for people who want to improve their quality of life through caring about their mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Katie Carey, and I will be sharing wisdom and ideas from myself and some expert authors, coaches and energy healers that could be just what you need to hear to transform your life today. is a crystalline sound alchemist providing spiritual energy clearing and healing. Katish has created her bespoke energy healing using crystalline sound in the form of crystal singing bowls and koshi chimes simultaneously with vibrational aromatherapy voice and colour therapy. Katish's energy healing occurs via Zoom and is a distance healing that heals the subtle body energies, the etheric body, astral body, mental body and the soul. The sound alchemy sessions she performs are not designed to be alternative or complementary vibrational medicine. The physical body may experience changes as a result of the sound session, as the ethereal and physical bodies coexist within the same space despite being at different frequencies. Hello Katish, welcome to Soulful Valley. Thank you Katie, thank you for having me, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited because you're my first podcast uh, guest in Australia. So I know it's very late there for you. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming on to do this for us. Well, it's my honour. <laughs> my privilege as well. <laughs> Thank you. I had the luxury of being invited to try out one of your crystalline sound healing sessions before our interview so that I would know what, what it is that you do. And I have to say that it is it was such a beautiful experience during the session and I had the best night's sleep after it that I've had in a long time. So could you explain to our listeners what it is that you do, Katish? Sure. Katie, um, I'm a crystalline sound alchemist. So what I do is I use crystalline sound, so in the form of a crystal singing bowl, um, a koshi chime and a shaker plus vibrational aromatherapy plus color therapy to change to achieve um, a transformational change in women and men of all ages so the session that you had was the um, heart tracker session or the divine love session and basically um, it is a session which is designed to open your heart to receive love not just give love um, it's designed to connect you to your higher self and to be able to tap into the wisdom from your higher self um, and to be able to feel better about yourself and to feel more relaxed um, for 
the period after your session and hopefully from a, a lot more relaxed from then on. So it works at many, many levels, but um, I focus on the subtle energy level. So connecting um, with your higher self by opening the heart to receiving um, wisdom and receiving energy. So it's a form of energy healing through sound. Beautiful. And how long have you been doing this kind of work and, and what led you to it? Yeah, sure. This is really new for me. Um, I had a deep transformational um, year in 2020. I basically had a year of retreat. It was one of the um, bonuses of, I guess, the whole world being in lockdown. And I did a lot of study, a lot of energy healing. And um, at the end of the year, so about October, I developed my own modality which is this crystalline sound um, healing so basically what happened is that in the last two years I've been working with women uh, who are transitioning through perimenopause and menopause and teaching them in an educational capacity about this major transition in life and helping them with the transition from a physical level however um, what happened with this was that I got very frustrated uh, with the intense focus that all my customers had and myself on fixing and mm. eliminating the physical symptoms of perimenopause and menopause and trying to, I guess, whack a Band-Aid on them so that they could get on with their, the rest of their lives. And in the process of this two-year period, as I was going through peri perimenopause myself um, and going through deep changes in my cycle, um, I realised that I could try and recommend and use a billion different things for hot flushes, for, you know, massive bleeds, for headaches, for anything. But that until I confronted the spiritual side of the transition, so what it meant to me and what it meant to females on that spiritual level, that nothing would actually shift and that that was where I wanted to work at the spiritual level. So I really wanted to not um, have interactions with women where women were treating each other as simply um, medicine dealers for fixing body parts. I wanted to open up the discussion and create transformations for women so that they could understand that um, changes in the body and in the mind that you go through um, in the perimenopause and menopausal years um, are accompanied by not only physical changes, mental changes, but also massive spiritual changes. And if we don't I guess, take space to have a look at our life over that period of time, uh, we can yes, cause great physical um, issues in our body as our body stores all of the, the anger, the frustration at um, what our body is so-called doing to ourselves. Mm. Um, but we miss a, ma a major transition and opportunity to move from, I guess, nurturing everybody else to nurturing ourselves and giving birth to our own new life. So the crystal singing bowls came about because I started to study integral sound um, healing and I was looking at going down the path of becoming a sound therapist. Now, a sound therapist is somebody who does an additional year of study to what I've done and they learn how to use the singing bowls 
and place it on and around the body to heal specific ailments. So much like you might go to a massage therapist or a chiropractor, a sound therapist um, brings a client in, puts them on a massage table and um, talks to them about what's hurting, uh, what the experiences that they're having. And then they use the sound waves, which are emitted by the crystal singing bowls to shift, move and heal those ailments. So as I started to study the science behind the integral sound therapy, I was fascinated and it ticked all of the boxes um, of what I wanted to understand about it. But I realized I was heading down the same path again yeah. that I would, had gone down with um, dealing with perimenopause and menopause. And I sort of came to a screeching halt and I was like, no, don't do this again. You're not, you're not here to put a bowl on a person and heal them. And so I just sat with it for a while and let the bowls tell me what they wanted to do. And at the same time, I really started delving into using the lockdown experience for my own energy healing. And I got some amazing energy healing through a, a number of different practitioners. One of them is Joanna Hunter, who you mm -hmm. and I both have a relationship with. And um, I felt and experience the power of how energy healing can be done online through Zoom. Mm. And previously, I would have only ever thought that you could do energy healing like a Reiki practitioner face-to-face -face, um, and receive hands, well, not hands-on because Reiki is not hands-on, but you know what I mean, like yeah. be in the um, physical presence of somebody to receive a healing treatment. And what I learned through the different um, energy healing um, practitioners that I utilize the services of during lockdown was that energy healing happens irrespective of where you are. Um, it has to do with the intent and the vibration and the connection between the two people who are participating. Mm. And that really led me into thinking, well, what would happen if I was able to help people during lockdown by doing a Zoom session and helping them to relax um, because the number one feeling that we have during um, lockdown with the coronavirus is of stress and fear, the two feelings that we have. Yeah. And if nothing else, the crystal singing bowls are an amazing way to help um, calm the autonomic nervous system and to help people relax and release emotion and tension in their lives. And the best thing is you can be lying down on a chair or a couch and if you fall asleep, you're still getting the benefits of mm. the session. Um, and it's, it's, it's not stressful to the body. You don't have to drive anywhere and you don't have to worry about person-to-person -person contact in, in this current state. So I started to um, offer the, the sessions to some clients and friends and just found that the the feedback that I got was just phenomenal and so I've taken it from there and um, developed a couple of different kinds of sessions based on uh, the feedback that I'm getting from people and the kind of things that they're looking for um, from a one-to-one -one session. That's beautiful, incredible. Who have been your biggest influences or inspirations in your business and what make, well, you've just explained a bit about what made you take it online, but if you want to talk about that a bit further. Yeah, sure. So um, I think that the 
energy and the sound healing components in terms of inspiration started for me um, nearly a decade ago now, but they just have started to come out in me now. So it's amazing how things mm. are a long journey and you don't know where, where they actually start from. So um, when I was uh, going through my divorce 10 years ago, I spent a lot of time at a um, Buddhist centre with monks and nuns. And um, by their own personal physical presence, monks and nuns have amazing spiritual energy and by being in their presence you receive healing mm. and i guess um there there was a one major incident that happened for me when i was attending the the chenrezy buddhist institute which was um we did a um it was called the medicine buddha uh, puja which was a, a chanting session which was held um, for Lama Zopa Rinpoche when he was unwell he had had a, um, I think it was a stroke and so all the nuns and the monks all came into the room with the students who were there on a retreat and we did a series of um, specific chants. Now chants in themselves are, are healing because you're activating the, the throat chakra mm -hmm. and there is special encoded um, uh, spiritual healing in the words plus the power of prayer together so it's a pretty darn energy intense situation and um, when I was in the presence of the particular Geshe at the time I had um, very specific emotional reactions which were different to other people in the room and that was that I would start uncontrollably crying mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, which was a little bit embarrassing, but given that I was going through such a tumultuous time in my life, understandable. And um, I remember in this particular medicine puja that um, I, I started, you know, just silently crying. Um, and then um, I could not chant the words. And then um, as everybody kept chanting, I was so overcome with grief that I, I couldn't move. Um, I was just overwhelmed with emotion. And um, the only words that wanted to come out of my mouth were like, mother, oh mother, help me. Um, and the nuns came and aided me at the end of the session and made sure I was okay and, and set me down. And they said, what you've just experienced is actually um, an, a form of energy healing due to the connection that you have from the Geshe, who's the, you know, the very intensely spiritual uh, person in that area. And the fact that we were um, chanting this sacred chant for the Lama who was um, overseas. So it was like the first ability, the first impact that I had from a personal energy um, healing from somebody. And I didn't mm. really think about that ever again, um, other than I used to like to listen to the Tibetan singing bowls because mm. we're, when you're in a Buddhist environment, there's always singing bowls being played. There's gongs being chimed and um, rung. And um, I like to listen a lot to um, that through I'm a very auditory person. Yeah. And so I like to put my headphones on and relax to the sound of of chanting, Gregorian chanting, um, any kind of chanting really yeah. I found calm me. Um, and then um, I really got into listening to um, binaural beats. Yeah. So where you have two different resonances in the d different ears. Um, and I found that 
are particularly helpful for anxiety and, and stress and, and insomnia. And then I guess people around me started to use crystal singing bowls. So um, one of my friends, uh, Jessie Rymers, she started to have this wonderful collection of these elaborate bowls. And I was like, wow, what are they? Mm -hmm. And I went to a, um, a business retreat when I was um, using essential oils in my business. And um, she played the crystal singing bowl and she had a energy healer there who used the didgeridoo and crystal singing bowls and chanted with his voice and a whole range of other sacred instruments. And it was mind-blowingly powerful. Like, again, tears, um, and it, it, it shifted major things in my life from this one one session with all these other people um, to the point that I then thought, wow, I'm actually, I actually find and benefit really from energy healing via sound. Mm -hmm. It was like a, this whole new thing because I loved, um, uh, I've been to Reiki before and, and other modalities, but they didn't, um, they, they worked, but they didn't really, really create, create major shifts for me like sound did. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm clear audience as well. So anything in life for me, comes to me through my hearing and so it just sort of all um i guess came together at once and that's how i then realized well if i'm affected by sound so profoundly um how can i learn more about that how can i explore more about that and then um over this process of having a year of retreat to myself and being exposed to so many different um, energy and, and, and sound healers, um, they do say that once you are exposed to sound and energy healers themselves, you then start to open up to having that ability to yourself. Mm. And so it, it naturally progressed from there to the stage where now that I've decided to, to offer that service and people are just like, wow, like you're so like you have this natural gift at it and if you'd asked me 10 years ago that I would be here today I would have laughed at you because my background yeah. is as a university lecturer and a management consultant <laughs> um so it's I've gone from complete logic reason and um one side of the brain to the complete opposite side of the brain and I can only say that it's been catalyzed by the the deep transformation that's gone on through my life with both, um, you know, going through a, a divorce, the death of my father, um, and also the perimenopause transition where, you know, uh, I really did have a major, major um, uh, debilitating experience. So, for example, for this year, at the start of the year, I had two separate bleeds, which were 60 days each. Mm. And those bleeds were um, the heaviest of heavy, 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 heavy bleeds. And I, and I, I basically couldn't leave the house. They were mm. so heavy. And um, I got to the point where I was like, this is either going to go one of two ways. This is going to go hysterectomy way. Um, or this is going to be, I have to heal this from within. And when I, um, I went and did a online course, um, which was called the Holy, Holy, um, womb grail gates, mm -hmm. um, which uses the energy healing from Mary Magdalene, mother Mary and Yeshua and goes through the eight grails of the womb 
um, and each level op opens up a different level of um, womb healing. And through that, um, I accessed um, profound inner healing and acceptance of what a bleed is really got deep down and dirty with understanding my own perhaps not inner revulsion and anger at the bleed that I had yeah. um, the frustration at the blood the the pain associated with the blood the um, I guess the anger that was stored in in my womb um, we're sort of conditioned from the minute we get our period to see it as an inconvenience yeah um, something to hide, something that the society sees as disgusting, um, something that is not celebrated at all in any way, shape or form. And um, by really having such a heavy, heavy experience, I had to really get deep down and in, in, in with it and uh, release that emotion that it was associated with it so that I could then surrender to it. I could surrender to the bleed. And as soon as I surrendered to it and stopped trying to suppress it with medications or different kinds of therapy or herbal medicines or, or whatever it was, when I stopped throwing money at it and surrendered to it, it stopped by itself. Yeah, so it's been that sort of alche alchemical transformation mm. all involved in one, yeah. Thank you for sharing such vulnerable stories. And so many of us women go through this, don't we, and, and don't really talk about it. So... So no. It's an important thing to understand, isn't it? How how you your responses to these natural things that we go through create more pain and more suffering for for the duration of it. So ask yourself, is this for me? Give yourself some memories. Learn to trust your Do you have uh, do you have one tip or piece of advice that could help any of our listeners who are struggling with their mental, spiritual, and emotional being right now? Yeah. Um, firstly, don't blame and shame yourself if you are suffering. Um, suffering is part of the human experience. However, we don't need to prolong it. So, firstly, don't shame and blame yourself for suffering. Everybody does it. Um, and secondly, if you are somewhere where there is a wall, put your feet up the wall. One of the things that I learnt, which is a weird thing from one of my interviews during my perimenopause um, teachings, I interviewed a yoga teacher in the UK, Jane McPherson, and I was um, experiencing a lot of um, anxiety and insomnia as a side effect. And she taught me that when you use um, yoga nidra, one of the most powerful things that you can do when you're feeling anxious is to literally lie on the floor or on your bed and put your feet up the wall. And what that does is the blood runs down from the tip of your toes to your heart. And you will guarantee within five minutes start to feel very calm. So calm that on times when I actually do this myself, I can fall asleep with my legs up the wall. That's great. <laughs> Let's try that. <laughs> and I know that I've fallen asleep because halfway through the night I will have numb legs and I've got to <laughs> wake up and reorientate myself. And now I can put my legs down and, you know, fall back to sleep straight away. Yeah. But, you know, um, 
that's an easy and fast tip. And I've, I've shared that with friends and they're like, wow, that works fast. Mm. Because um, in the last five years when I was working with essential oils, I used to teach people which oils they could use to help with various emotional feelings that they had. Um, and I could use, um, or I also got into tapping and EFT. And But sometimes when you're in the... Um, in the moment with a severe emotion, like a really heightened emotion, mm. your rational mind can't work. And so you can't go, where's my sandalwood? Or how do I sit here and start tapping? And, mm. and you freeze and you get caught in that complete state of fear. And you're not, sh all the things that you know that you should do, mm. you can't do. But that one tip from Jane about sticking your legs up the wall Generally speaking, you can lie down because that's one of your natural responses when you're stressed is you, you need to sit down or lie down mm. uh, and put your feet up the wall. I mean, you can be in the supermarket and find a, a, a spot and put your feet up the wall or, you know, a, if you work in an office, just sit on the floor for a minute. And it's a really fast and effective way to, to calm yourself down. So, mm. yeah, no shame and blame. We all go through it and find a wall. Yeah, thank that's, you. Um, <laughs> That's a quick thanks, tip, yeah. Thanks for sharing that one. Can you tell me how spiritual healing with sound, particularly using crystal singing bowls, can help you connect with the divine feminine and masculine and promote unity as well as healing your heart and your wing chakra? Yeah, so the crystal singing bowl itself, the bowl is the symbol of the, the grail, the chalice, um, the womb. So the bowl itself is a divine feminine energy. It is the lunar aspect. And the wand is the masculine. It's the divine masculine. And it is the solar aspect. So when we play the bowl, we are uniting the masculine with the feminine. So just by simply um, playing a singing bowl for yourself, be it a Tibetan or a crystal singing bowl, or being somebody who's listening to and receiving the energies of the singing bowl, you are working in a transformation, which is utilizing both the masculine and the feminine energies and working together as in, as in unity. So in unity, what we are um, trying to do is to realize that we need both to honor and embrace the divine feminine and the masculine energies within us. We have them both within us. Um, and when we not only look to and embrace and learn to use both of those energies at the appropriate time without shaming one energy or the other, we can create a greater sense of stability and harmony and a feeling of wholeness. And when we have that feeling of wholeness, we then can e much more easily connect to a greater sense of self and self-love. And when we have that greater sense of self-love, we can actually open up the doorways of perception in which we realize that we are not only us as a human being, but we are from the divine. And the divine, um, if we don't love ourselves we're actually not loving the divine so whether you call that source or god or whoever it is when we are hard on ourselves and cruel to ourselves and have low self-esteem and self-shame what we are forgetting is that we were put here on earth in this physical form so that source or god the creator could experience an element of contrast and an element of their selves to expand greater consciousness for source and greater um, experience and so 
you come from love, you are love. And when you negate or uh, minimize or have a wrong perception of your own self, you're having a wrong perception of source. And that's uh, easy to talk about theoretically, but not on a practical day-to-day -day level. And I just find that the energies of the of, of sound healing, and in particular the crystal singing bowl, what it does is that it without you having to uh, um, activate your logical brain or your ego, mm -hmm. um, it can work with the subtle energies and the subtle bodies to create transformative change. And how you actually play the bowl will either um, ground and harmonize. So the clockwise motion is grounding and harmonizing and the anti-clockwise motion is the release. So depending upon which way you play the bowl, um, actually releases energy, so releases emotional energy, or it harmonizes and grounds. And so, um, again, that is both forces, releasing and harmonizing the clockwise, anti-clockwise, it, it's, it's all in, in one component there. So, um, it's something that works with the whole body because what it does is it works with the crystalline structure of our body. And so it, it creates change that we can see and change that we can feel right down to a cellular level. So uh, when we work with the cellular level of the body and we work with all the crystalline structures, we impact also our pineal gland and our pineal gland is the crystalline structure that receives um, the subtle energy and also the communications from your higher self and um, soul. And so it's just this one of these really um, mystical and magical experiences that I think that um, whilst all of the scientific papers and investigations are important, sometimes we need to go back to the magic of life mm. and to not try and analyse everything and not try to understand everything but just to surrender and um, let the sound envelop us and let the sound dictate where we need the healing so when i do the sessions um i ask um, shamael angel of sound to dedicate the session to the greater healing of all involved and I let the sound be the guide, not me. So, because if I'm dictating what the session is going to do, mm. um, then I am being acting in my egotistical fashion and trying to invoke the linear side of my brain. Whereas if I surrender and play the bowl and let the bowl take charge, then the bowl works with the resonance of your body, mm. says, what do I need to bring into resonance? Resonance. What do I need to entrain? What, you know, what's out of sync with each other? Then it clears the energy centers that it finds are blocked and it's not me activating that logical mind and looking for signs and trying to be the god or superhero fixer. of the body yeah. fixer yeah <laughs> trying not to fix it and saying there's an energy that's bigger than me in this mm. i have the body that can play it now let the magic unfold and that's that's the aim of my sessions is to provide a, a general outline of what the overall intent is mm. but then to surrender and say here you go bowl this is a relationship between you and the person at the other end of the zoom um, camera and it's a sacred relationship between you your two energies i'm the facilitator yeah you know and that that's that's where i try to keep it at that higher magical level rather than the 
the detailed level. So for at the end of the day, for each different person, um, their experience will be dictated by the intent that they bring into the session mm. and then what their body um, and what their different bodies. So from here out to the, you know, the, all the different energy levels that we have, that's the relationship and that's going to be different for each and every person. It's not like going to a doctor and getting a prescription for, for something. It's, mm. it's highly, highly personalised based on what you need at that moment according to your energy. And I've got a singing bowl myself, which I don't use as often as I should. Now you've really inspired me to use it a bit more. <laughs> so yeah. thank you for sharing all of that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so relaxing. Are there any books that you can recommend for our listeners that want to learn more about spiritual sound healing? Absolutely. Um, my favourite book is called um, Crystal Balls and Crystal Bowls, and it's by Ted Andrews. It's an amazing, amazing book. Um, I'll give you the for the show notes. It goes into everything that you need to understand about crystal singing bowls and also interesting stuff about crystal bowls. Um, I love also um, the work of um, Jonathan Goldman. He's a legend in the feeling in the field of sound, and he has a book called um, The Tantra of Sound. It's excellent reading. And then the other Bible that I have. Um, for those who have the questions about the scientific side of all subtle energy healing is Vibrational Medicine by uh, Dr. Richard Gerber. Thank you. Is there any more? I have one more. Yeah, yeah. It was the last throwaway. throwaway yep. um, for anybody who's interested in Buddhism, um, mm. there's a fabulous book um, which I used a lot by Lama Yeshe which is called Becoming Your Own Therapist. And that basically talks about the role of your mind in mental health and how you can be your own therapist by taking charge of your thoughts. And synchronistically, my journey started in 2010 when I started a new job in an NHS hospital. So I had an admin job. I, somebody invited me to a Buddhist meditation. And then three years later, the lady that came in to take over that meditation, who is a Buddhist monk, she's, she's one of my closest friends now, one of my closest okay. <laughs> allies. So, so I've, I've spent a lot of time at the Buddhist centre before yeah. lockdown. So, so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, been, it's been a huge, huge influence on, on, the, the Buddhism and the essential oils and the perimenopause have all led to this mm. um, in ways that were totally unexpected. But um, it's a beautiful, beautiful way to navigate through, especially, uh, you know, now that I'm in my um, mid-40s, halfway to 90, it's a fabulous thing to do something totally unexpected. Yeah, well, I'm 52, so <laughs> I'm even <laughs> further along, <laughs> halfway to 104. I plan to get that's right. That. <laughs> that's right. It's a good reframer. It is. What is the impact that you hope to make with your work? The impact that I hope to make with my work is to um, get people to experience the healing that can be done through sound, 
And so really understanding not just sound from singing bowls, but sound that's around us. So understanding how sound influences us and can heal us in our daily lives through the music that you listen to, by being out in nature, by really becoming aware of listening to the sounds that are around us and listening and identifying um, what the emotions are when we hear sounds, what the triggers are if we like or dislike a sound and why that makes us feel that way and to to go back in there and find the original root cause of why the sound makes us feel good or bad because if we can identify um, what we are being triggered by in life and what makes us feel pleasurable and what makes us feel not pleasured or angry or frustrated we can then um, work at removing those triggers in life and then just understanding that it's a sound Mm. it's us that puts the meaning on Mm. sound and with anything in light a lot of our mental state issues come from the interpretation and meaning that we put on the thing that is rather than just appreciating it for what it is so it's I'd like to see people you know, crystal singing bowls might not be their thing. Classical music might be their thing. Or maybe they really love the sound of wind chimes um, or they love the sound of rain. Um, To really just go in and allow themselves to indulge in the soundscape of their environment and really, I guess, play a more active role in creating the soundscape of your life because it has a huge impact on our mood and Mm. our health. And it's something that doesn't need to cost anything. We can all access free radio, YouTube, the internet, and we can make sounds that are pleasing from things in our own house. So, um, and it's really an invitation to take control of your mind, listen for sounds, learn what you like, and let's get more of what you like, more of what you enjoy in your house and create a positive soundscape in your life because it's healing for you and it's healing for everybody else. Thank you, Katisha. Finally, where can our listeners find you? Sure, the best place to connect with me is my website, which is katish.com, K-A-T-I-S-C-H-E.com and all my links for social media are there. I've just just opened a um, Facebook group, which um, is called the Magical Sound Lounge, and um, I will be sharing um, small sound healings um, for free in that group. Um, on my website, if you use the code the code Soulful Valley, you can receive twenty five percent discount. Um, as a podcast listener for a sound healing session, specifically the uh, the womb chakra and the heart chakra session. And I've also got to give yourself permission um, journal because I think that part of the journey to um, connecting to your higher self is um, realizing that you are the authority on your life and that you are the only person whose acknowledgement recognition and approval you need in life you don't need it from any external source and when you can approve of yourself you can get self-love and that's how it taps right back into the whole singing bowl thing there so that's yeah invitation via the facebook page and group a free um journal to really start thinking about how only you need to approve yourself in your life and give yourself permission to do anything in life and then the um, 25% discount if you'd like to join me for a sound session. Thank you I really appreciate that. Thank you for coming in today it's been thank you for having me wonderful uh, learning a bit more about this and I will be in that free group. (laughs) 
Fabulous. Bye. Bye for now. Bye. So ask yourself, is this for me? Give yourself some memories. Learn to trust your intuition now. Thank you for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I hope that you've heard something today that makes your life a little lighter. Our aim is to share love, light and wisdom and to raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed this show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think they would benefit from listening to it. For a free EFT guide or to join my Alignment Seekers free Facebook group or to work with me one-to-one, find more information at Soulful Valley on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and you can email me at soulfulvalleypodcast at gmail.com. Bye for now. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.